Hi there, and welcome to Isometric Gaming with Perspective. This episode of Isometric is brought to you by Squarespace, and we will tell you all about them later. For right now, I am Steve Lubitz, and I am joined, as always, uh, by the indomitable games boss at Giant Space Cap, Brianna Wu. How you doing, Bri? I, I feel like Twitter let me down today. I, I do. I, I am regularly uh, besieged by the game development experts on Twitter. Um, as a matter of fact, this morning I was told uh, by somebody that their four-year-old uh, could code better than I could. And uh, today I posted a question because I'm trying to figure out how to um, implement depth of field, uh, you know, in a Kismet node as a post-process chain. But when we link it into the Kismet node, uh, our headers are invalid. So I asked, you know, there are a lot of game developers who followed me on Twitter. And uh, I tweeted that out. And I asked for help. And amazingly, the the hundreds of experts that tweet me all the time had no answer for me. So I'm very, very disappointed by that, Steve. I, I feel I, I'm surprised. Yeah. In fairness, I've looked at my six-year-old's code and I'm pretty sure that your code is better than hers. <laughs> so <laughs> so if, if that's any consolation, I don't, I don't know if that helps at all. Yeah, but. yeah that's very helpful. We'll, we'll have her come to the, uh, we'll have the experts come to, to Giant Space Cat to yeah. help us figure this out. Uh, yeah, well, you just put on Sesame Street. It'll be all good. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a step up. That's my new uh, morale plan for yeah. 26. Yeah. <laughs> Brought to you by the number seven. Uh, we also are joined by a senior editor at iMore and uh, psychotherapist and uh, Lord of the Falcons, Georgia Dow. How are you doing, Georgia? I like that. I like the Lord of the Falcons. That I'm gonna. That I'm gonna do. I, I have. I have some theme music for Bree. I thought I would play it. Wait a second. Wait. Georgia, we're going to invest in a real soundboard for you. I'm an engineer. <laughs> I can afford the hundred dollars. Wait, this is I like... can afford the hundred dollars to get this you is... to get you set up. There's that there's that awesome program called Loopback that Rogue Amoeba just came out with, and I think we just need to get copies for everybody so that. Are you are you actually eating gravel right now? Is yeah, that what's going on? Does anyone show, does Georgia? anyone know what that viral what's video? What that? viral video I'm that? playing to get this I awesome no soundtrack? Idea. No, no, no. I have no, no idea what's like a, going on. It sounds on. like a car crash. It does. Yeah. <laughs> come on, Georgia. This is a professional show. We have standards. Like, I'm, come on. Come at, on. at least as of this week, we have standards. I thought right. I was elevating the standards. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're elevating yeah, something. You're elevating some gravel. Is what it sounds like you're doing. Yeah, I didn't like the. I feel like the the gravel. I feel like the Lord of the Falcons joke is played. I feel like is it's it? played, Georgia Dow. I feel but like you, we need new jokes. You need new 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 animals to command. We need new nonsense from you. Real, real. I like the Lord. I I don't know. I I think Lord of the Falcons still fits. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. I think you're gonna need no? to earn that title if you were gonna keep using it every week. No. <laughs> Yeah, you've never even done a class. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah. I haven't. Uh, not only did I not do class, but I had to like, like, I had to threaten. I had to threaten the guy that I took the class to. It was wow. bad. Huh? You know, you used all that Falcon like money a- for an Oculus now, and now we don't know if you're ever going to launch a Falcon into space. You're like a molting Falcon. Oh no, no really. I'm totally going for Falcon. <laughs> I don't a molting know. Falcon. Uh-huh. Is that- a wingless. Featherless Falcon. Well, I'll, yes. let, I'll let you off the hook a little bit, Georgia, because we'll, we'll introduce our guest, who's actually not her first time on the show, but the first time that we actually <laughs> get to talk to her in real time. Uh, we have the voice of Rainbow Mika, uh, Bonnie Gordon. Welcome to the show. It is fantastic to be able to talk to you. 
Wow, thanks. Thanks, guys. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Yeah. I mean, is it, is it good yeah. to be the pinnacle of your career today? <laughs> is it, this is it. This is it. Yeah. This is what I've been so waiting for. It's all downhill from here. Yeah. I am. Yeah. I'm so yeah. sorry. Starting but... tomorrow, I go back on the streets. <laughs> <laughs> so can we tell the listeners how we met? Can we tell them how we met? Uh, we were doing a drug deal at a parking. No, um, <laughs> we were both guests of honor at a convention. and Which is kind of like a drug deal. If you right. Think about it. Yeah. yeah. I mean. And, and but like, with, know, with like nerdy crack, you know? Right. It was great. <laughs> right. It was great. Yeah. And like, I'm saying this to Bonnie at the opening ceremonies and I'm like, I just want to like hang out with this girl all damn day. Like she's just that awesome. You know, like, well, gee, I, golly, I'm, whiz. yeah, yeah, yeah. Look who's like, talking, Missy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I've got, uh, I'm tall. Like, I know you can't aspire to this level of tallness, but you have. But, but that just means I can always look up to you. So tell tell people what you do. Tell people what you do. Oh, oh man. Um, well, I, I try and survive in this crazy world called, no, uh, let's see. <laughs> I was on a nerdy reality show called The Quest, uh, which was a lot of fun. I don't know if anyone watched it. It was on ABC. It's now on Netflix. I am a binge watchable Bonnie, just so you know. <laughs> Uh, so if you guys want to check that out, they basically took 12 nerds across the country and put it, put us in an immersive fantasy world in Europe. We were living in a castle and sword fighting and yeah, it was unbelievable. (gasps) It was so much fun and we're competing to be the one true hero. It was basically like living in a real life video game. So they picked people who were. Oh, that could it was be it was better. unbelievable. They picked people who were gamers, who were like Ren Fair folk, who were not afraid to like immerse themselves completely into this fantasy world and just believe it a hundred percent. And when when I say we got into it, I mean we were getting into it. I I was living in this world for a month. We had no real toilets or real showers. Anyway, so that's that's you know besides all that. Um, I basically have spent my oh, life. The pictures look amazing. Oh yes. Oh, yes. I bet there were falcons. They were probably falcons. And one guy's like dressed up like some sort of like. Oh, yeah. Lord. Oh, I mean, there was a villain uh, named Verlux. I mean, <gasps> it was unbelievable. It was the producers of Lord of the Rings. <gasps> so definitely, if you guys love fantasy, check out the show. It was it's a nerd's dream come true. That's amazing. Uh, so I have to tell oh, yeah, you, I've been invited to three different reality shows on on major television at this point. And I've said no to every single one of them because I've seen reality TV and I know I'm going to be the villain on that show, right? Like everyone in America is going to hate me. I hate reality TV. I really do. And when I first heard about this show, I was like, there's no way I'm going to audition for this. Like, uh, you know, I hate reality TV. It's just it, they're going to just make fun of nerds. You know, it's not going to be it, there's not going to have any heart to it. And then the more I found out about it, the more I was like, I, I don't care what they do. The fact that I get to live in a castle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. So I, I did it. And when I say it was the complete opposite of most reality shows, first of all, uh, none of us knew what was going to happen next. It was completely unscripted for us. We were interacting with characters like the queen, the vizier, Sir Anne's, all these different characters that we interacted with. They all had scripts and they knew what was going to happen, but we didn't. And everything was done in one take because they wanted our immediate reactions. So these poor actors had to like have it down perfectly and they and we would ask them questions all the time and um try to get them to break character they stayed in character 24 7 even when the cameras were off it it was unbelievable unbelievable and and it was very much like very much much uh embracing 
nerds and embracing an inner true hero in everyone instead of showing the backstabbing and drama of reality TV. It showed us really trying to work together and save the realm. And it was it's different from any other reality show that you've ever seen. Awesome. Oh. And it's such a shame. Brie, you would totally be an elf. Oh, Brie yeah. would be an elf. You would be an elf. Brie, you'd be a good I'm guy. A bard. An elf. I'm a no. half elf bard. So <laughs> was everyone a paladin? It says everyone was a paladin. Yeah, we were. That, that's what we were. Like the 12 contestants, instead of contestants, we were paladins. And we were prophesized into this realm by the fates. And, and we were given these challenges. And one by one, we're banished until one of us remains to be the one true hero to defeat Verlocks and save the realm. It was It was unbelievable. Oh, anyway, awesome. uh, going off on that, uh, you know, basically my entire life, you know, I grew up a nerd uh, like we all did. And not me. No, oh, I was. Uh, well, thanks, I was, Steve. Uh, yeah, dollar. Right. What's your dollar? But, you know, it's amazing now that today the word nerd is considered a compliment and considered like the nerds are now cool, which is so great in my in my mind. Um, but my entire life, all I wanted to do, I was like, if I could make a living being a professional nerd, that would, that would be my dream. Just make a living doing what I love. And now I'm kind of on that road to doing that. You know, thanks. This, the quest was a great big stepping stone for me because it allowed me to be myself on something that I got to stay very true to myself on and show my nerdy side, as well as some of my other talents. I, I was kind of like the bard of the show because I would write songs about what was happening and they would, they showed some of my songs on the show and uh, I love doing voices. I love mimicking things. So I randomly started getting into voiceover, which is, I believe why you're, I'm here today. Absolutely. (laughs) So I'm very excited about that. And you know, doing voiceovers is so much fun. My voice is very low. So I, I get a lot of villains. I get a lot of little boys I yeah, get a lot of old. Yeah. I get a lot of old ladies. <laughs> yeah. You know, not the typical norm. You know, I'm not the cute, giggly anime girl. I get a lot of the fun, uh, charactery type roles, and I think those are the most fun to play, most definitely. And uh, I don't know. I, yeah. yeah. So I. So everybody knows you are Armika in Street Fighter. So yeah, Rainbow I, Mika. I am, are you actually like? Are you good at Street Fighter? Do you play a lot of Street Fighter? Like we played me when to, this You know, I used up? to like. Yeah. I used to play Street Fighter when it was back in like the arcade style. Yeah. You know, like almost like the Marvel versus Capcom type. You know, I like those kind of controllers to where I've never played it on like a PlayStation. So I'm actually really excited for when Street Fighter Five comes out because I'm totally buying it and playing myself as yeah. as dirty as that sounds. <laughs> uh, I plan on playing the game. As me, I'll probably have to turn the volume down. I know for a fact I'm going to get sick of my voice after the first five minutes. I'm going to be like, man, I could have done that so much better. Can you do some sound effects from Armika from, like, Street Fighter? Oh, sure. Like some – sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Some of the I, – I guess I can do some of the lines that they've already released, like, in the previews and stuff because those are already out. So basically, it's uh, you know, you pick my avatar – you pick my character and I'll say, I'm going to make this look cool. Totally. Let's go. You know, basically I sound, I sound like a little boy, but you know, I That's figured she's great. a wrestler. She's a female wrestler. She's screaming all the time. Yeah. Uh, what I love about her is that her trigger move is a motivational speech, which I think is so much fun. <laughs> And, you know, in the booth, I was doing so many of these speeches. I was, you know, I thought I was done after like, first I was like, all right, great. And then all of a sudden, like more stacks of paper. I was like, how much does this woman talk? You know, like she, (laughs) 
There's a video on YouTube of all of her speeches of people just holding down the trigger button. She just goes at it. And they're so <laughs> funny and so ridiculous. And she's trying so hard to be motivational. <laughs> it's great. I love um, it. I love it. She's going to be my main. She's going to be my main. And then it's going to be awkward yeah. next time we hang out. Never. Gonna, never. Yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah. Slap my, yeah. I'll slap yeah. my hiney in your direction and, <laughs> you know, it'll be great. Did, was it actually you slapping your butt for the butt slap or did they have, like, a special effect for that? Like, do you get to see the as Foley artist or was that actually you? As much as I would love to take full credit of them using my body as the body of Rainbow Mika, I would. I, I will say I have the boobs for it. Oh. <laughs> But no, I did not actually slap my behind in the booth and use What, that. did they bring in, like, a side of, like, beef from, like, a deli or something for you to, like, I'm, slap that? Yeah. I'm pretty sure they already had all the sound effects and whatnot recorded. You know, I just did the English dub VO. Right. Um, so, you know, all of the, the – it was already done, you know, in Japanese already and all the sound effects were there mostly. So I just had to go in and do the, the, the English – and do some of the sound effects, like the, you know, all those hitting sounds and <laughs> yeah, kicking yeah. and screaming. Even that sounds cool when you do it. But the actual butt slapping, I'm pretty sure they, you know, no one's going to notice a difference between a Japanese butt slap and an English butt slap. I don't think there's much difference. But let me tell you a little so, something about I mean, engineering. There might be. We've got, we have what we call airfield, a solved problem, okay? So when it comes to butt slapping sound effects, we solved that. We solved it back in the 80s. There's no need to recreate that work. We're going forward with new kinds of sound effects from here. But, so but don't very, you need like exciting. a stereo surround butt slap? Like you can't just take something from like 1985 and then bring it right. up. Right. I mean, sound, you want to sound not. grainy. Of course not. Of course not. It's going to become like the Wilhelm scream, right? Like you want to have a different sounding, you know, it depends on the butt. You need a state of the art butt. I mean, that's, <laughs> I mean, this is 2016 people. I mean, that's where the budget should be going. Yeah. It's all about <laughs> that butt. Apparently <laughs> there's a song about it and everything. So, so you can decline to answer this if you want, but I have to, I, I have to ask you what you thought about the whole controversy with your character, with them, you know, cause basically yeah, that was listeners so interesting. don't know, like, you know, Capcom has been tweaking Street Fighter Five a lot. In fact, um, one of the things they were critiqued about a while ago is, um, uh, Chun-Li on Player Two. Um, basically, uh, boobs in video games have like bone influencing rigs inside of them, and like the physics controls on were causing like Chun Li's boobs to really do something funky, right? Yeah, and, like, they're, I saw they're, that. Yeah, it was really interesting. Um, yeah. So they're obviously still changing the game, and they changed your your character who had a butt slap move, and they kind of what did they do? They like twisted the camera so it was kind they of off camera kinda, a little bit. They just kind of cropped it a little bit right. to where you don't actually see her slapping her butt. You can tell that that's what she's doing but you can't actually physically see it yeah i got a lot of um twitter activity when that came out because people wanted to know my opinion what i can say for it i was finally you know finally my ass is trending that was pretty much all i could say <laughs> i was like finally you know i guess that's, that's when you know you've made it yeah i've made it you know when people want to know bonnie what do you think about this and i'm like well you know my assets are obviously too powerful <laughs> to to show uh you know, it, it doesn't really – I can see both sides of it. I really can, you know, because you have to look at it from both sides. I understand why some people want it edited, you know, especially if they want to open it up to a more a bigger audience, you know, for the younger kids and whatnot. But at the same time, that's that was the beauty of Street Fighter to begin with was, you know, these campy, fun – 
ridiculous characters that are kind of over the top. And and Rainbow Mika is a female wrestler. And I don't know if you've seen Japanese female wrestlers, but they are that big of, of personalities and attitude and fun, campy. I mean, just uh, wrestlers in general their, with, with their costumes and the characters that they create. So a part of me was kind of sad that they, they cropped it and edited it out. But at the same time, I don't think it changes the attitude of the character and the personality of the character. Uh, she's still doing the exact same thing. It's just from a different camera angle. So, you know, if they don't want it to, they don't want to actually physically see it, you know, that's one thing. But I, I, if they would have changed a lot of, if they would have changed her move entirely and made her do something silly, like, you know, stick her tongue out and wink or something, I don't know, you know, show her elbow and be like, elbow, you know, I don't slap her, <laughs> slap her. I, Slap her calf. I don't know. If they changed it entirely, then I would have probably been a little bit upset. But I mean, you know, the the I, I'm always really torn on this. Like it is extremely normal in the, the course of development to change things like camera angles. Like right. I, I changed like 20 of them today, right? Sure. So yeah, things change in the course of development. And sometimes like you look at stuff and you go like, well, that's just not really the feel I want for the character. And I think that like this ends up, I think it got a lot of press because it's like, oh, those those darn feminists are, are coming right. and stealing our fun again. And it's right. like, you know, um, I mean, anyone that listens to the show, like I, I love, I, I have like, I have spent so many hours just trying to figure out why the hell I'm staring at some like ridiculously gorgeous girl in a game right like no, I don't know why I, I do it I don't I don't you know it's like I don't care about that you know I, there's a difference between making a character sexy and sexualizing a character yep and that's that's where the fine line where people argue about feminism and feminists and oh they're doing this and that there's a big difference like rainbow mika is a sexy character but i don't think she's sexualized she's a powerful you know yeah her costume's ridiculous Mostly naked but her, her costume is ri- exactly <laughs> well her costume is ridiculous but they're actually basing it off of real female wrestling costumes. Like, that's what they wear. You know, there's not like they're, you know, if she was in a full, you know, if she was going into a medieval battle wearing that, then yes, I'd be like, no, this is not correct. But she's in a wrestling match ring. And that's the kind of crazy stuff that they wear. I mean, even the men wear ridiculous things in wrestling matches. So I wasn't offended by her costume or anything like that. I always, I always have to laugh when, like, you know, uh, the game bros, like, go like, oh, you're just offended by that. It's like, you know, I've seen boobs before. Like, that's, <laughs> that's not, that doesn't offend me. Yeah, right? I'm not, like, I'm not in shock. Right. I, I, yeah, right. I think the female form is beautiful. Sure. sure. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I am excited to play for your, with your character. Um, me too. Me you too. know, it's going to be very exciting. <laughs> very exciting for me. Yeah. I'm not saying anything. Yeah. <laughs> so what if they what if they like parsed the difference and just had like butt mode? Like they had like the modes of like blood mode and you could then choose yeah. depending on your age range. Well, that's the thing is, you know, one of her special moves is basically slamming her butt into their face. So they show that, you know, with her wrestling partner, you know, they show both of our butts, you know, smushing a, uh, an opponent together. We make a butt sandwich. So they show all of that, but they don't show me slapping oh. it. So 
<laughs> it's funny that they like edit one thing but not the other. You know, they're just like, oh, well, this butt is obviously this butt move is obviously this too is, This is too far. This yeah. is too far. But like, the butt I, sandwich they'll keep it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I remember in what was Street Fighter? Uh, it was Street Fighter Four Arcade Addiction? Addiction. Uh, addition and like poison would be there and poison is just like flat out the sexiest character in any game period like just ridiculously sexy but she's like like i swear like it is it is like you talk about the difference in sexy and sexualized like she's just like getting down and like spreading her legs apart and like putting her butt up towards the camera as much as possible it's like like that is over the line it's it's amusing to me like slapping your own butt is like she like obviously she obviously right. had daddy issues and that's right. what they were trying to subtext into right. the game. No, I'm just right. kidding. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just that's kidding. it. That's just it. Kidding. I think you got it. It's right yeah. There obviously the... they were bringing problems in from her early childhood into the game, but the the symbolism of spreading her legs is is her spreading her memories of her childhood. No, I'm just kidding. I just got, I got nothing. <laughs> wow. That's that, that, that's like Georgia level uh, psychoanalysis right there. Exactly. Yeah. I I'm it's kind impressive. of like Dr. Phil, you know. I I know things. <laughs> oh, this is a good last episode. Oh, uh, <laughs> last last meaning like I, you're never inviting me back ever. <laughs> no, that, of course. Okay. You're you're always like are you kidding me? I'm, no, they're going to cancel yeah. us after this is yeah, what Bree's saying. I'm so sorry. I, I know this is a family show, isn't it? I'm just uh, <laughs> I don't uh, think yes. that would be. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. good. Yeah. All right. I my other shows are Christina Warren, so <laughs> that ship sailed a long time ago. Um yeah. No, uh, so are you doing any other voice acting projects you can tell us about? Uh, none that I can really t- talk about per se. I mean, I have done others in the past with smaller games. Um, yeah. I don't know if you ever played the uh, – it was for PlayStation and Guided Fate Paradox. I was a couple of fun little villains in that. Um, yeah. Oh, there was a game for PS Vita called Demon Gaze that I was three different demons. I get a lot of demons, <laughs> demon villains apparently. Are you being typecast? <laughs> I, I apparently so. Yeah, I demons are tomboys, which it's funny. Actually, I don't know if any of you watch if you're anime fans, but uh, there's an anime called Ikitosen. Yeah, and I'm the voice voice of Sojin, which is such a cute little character. She's you know she's really badass. She's kind of a tomboy, a rank fighter. She she actually is almost the same voice as Rainbow Mika. You know, like let's go. Oh come on now, don't do that. You know, and she's kind of kind of more cutesy, but still rough around the edges. But the whole joke uh, throughout the whole anime is that they make fun of her because she her cup size is an A. Like all the girls, you know, are very like voluptuous and she's completely flat. And I am not. So in the booth, <laughs> me having to joke about, you know, being shaped like a boy, you know, the, the people in the the people recording it were just cracking up the whole time because I was just like – I. I feel like my acting is really being used, like utilized, you know. <laughs> this is true acting, you guys. This is it. Anyway. Well, that's because you have like the cool you have the coolest voice. I love yeah. the raspy you. Yeah. cool yeah. voice to it. And that's like that's Thank your voice. You. Your real voice is cool and raspy. This is my real voice, yeah. Even like cooler. Wait till you hear my old lady. <laughs> oh <laughs> if you want to hear a real good time, call Granny Mixalot. <laughs> That's like oh, no. that's like Lady Decker K. That sounds uh, awesome. Oh, thank you. It's a little it's a little mix of Carol Channing and a Carol and, and a and some old grandpa 
you know, from down the street. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I whatever game we end up shipping next, you're gonna have to come. We're we're gonna cast you. I don't care if it's for Oh please. I don't know. We're gonna find something for you. We're oh, gonna find please. something for you. Absolutely. And little boys. I'm I'm I, <laughs> yeah. I love it whenever yeah, whenever people say voice. Whenever someone says, What do you do? And I say, I do little boys and I'm like, wait, wait, go back. Go back. <laughs> Not like can that, I take no. can I take all of this back? Yeah. <laughs> I like this. Like because the we authorities are knock on feminist. my door. I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, you're going to jail. No, I like this. We're a feminist company. So we could just pre- like continue our all woman hiring streak with even the yeah. voice actors for the dudes. <laughs> like, totally. like this is never gonna happen, ever. <laughs> just start writing all great. your male characters now, Brie. And it's just gonna get be it, great for get, Bonnie. Get Bonnie right. just voice I could do like a like a <laughs> <laughs> don't know if this is a boy. I don't know where that came from. Oh, no. But uh, if you, I have like the the stuffy nose little boy kid, like the you know, um, excuse me, um, has anyone found my inhaler or something? You know, <laughs> like that. And then like of course like the cool, let's do it. Totally fine. Well, he kind of sounds like a little kid, but kind of squeaky. You know, I don't know. I gotta. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you have a bright future ahead of you. You, you need to write like a costume quest type game for for Bonnie Bree. And, and we're gonna do it. That. We're gonna Aww, do it. Oh, please! Coming coming next to Giant Space Cat. Should we talk about games this week? Yeah, should we, we should. Actually, oh, yeah, well, we, sorry, I totally just took over the conversation. That, no, that's no, okay. I think before maybe before we talk about games, should we should we uh, take a break and tell our listeners about the awesome people at Squarespace? Brianna's oh, got yeah. a Disney trip coming out. Like, let's earn that Squarespace money. And, and, let's and do the, it. the website, Brie can build the website to document her Disney adventures at Squarespace. And, and hopefully you'll do that. Um, no, don't do that. Uh, <laughs> but I don't have any problems with doxing. That sounds yeah. like a good idea. Yeah. So you can you this episode of Isometric is brought to you by Squarespace, where you can start building your website today, and you can enter offer code Isometric at checkout to get ten percent off. And really, Squarespace is the best place if you just want to get a site up and have it look beautiful and not have to worry about all the pain that goes along with managing a site. You should really go take a look at Squarespace. Uh, if it's for you or if it's for somebody else who's tr- asking you to help them with a web page, that is it's. It's really easy to just get them set up and then hand the keys to them, and then you you don't have to spend a whole lot of time managing it. Um, everything's easy to use. All their templates look really, really nice. They are scalable. You're not going to get taken down if somebody links to you. And they have live support to help you out with whatever you need in New York, Dublin, and Portland 24-7. Uh, you can start a store. You can just build a cover page, just single a single page. If you just want to throw something up quickly and just have – a little bit of information out on the web. You can go into the dev platform. If you want to tweak the code yourself, you can do that, but you don't have to. You don't have to know anything about building a website. And I mean, I can't draw a straight line and I got my site to look reasonably good with just the with just the templates that they have. It's like they've made this for me. <laughs> it's it's so easy. And and I'm like, I yeah. can't I can't draw a straight line either. This is great. Yeah, it's it's awesome. And it's all it's like fun to drag the stuff around and just get everything lined up and have it look nice at the end of it. It it gives you a, like a sense of accomplishment at the end of it. Oh um, yeah. If I if I can if I can make a website with it like, you know, a platypus could. So that's I talented. think you should make a, you should make a platypus fan site. Georgia is what you should do. A platypus platypusfans.com. You should go get that. I said platypus. Yeah. Georgia's now platypus lord <laughs> as her <laughs> as her introduction to the show every week. 
Oh, uh, Lady so, Platypus. So, so say we all. Yeah. So, and, and you can get uh, you can get platypusfans.com or any other domain name that you like if you sign up for a year. Um, so you Platypandas. Can... Platypandas. Platypandas. That's a thing. That's a thing. We've made it a thing now. Wow. I'm, it's I'm probably so much in the show. George is actually like running the island of Dr. Moreau up in Canada. So, you know, we don't know what, she, what she's doing up there when she's not she, training with falcons. It's in an igloo. Uh, the plants, the plants start at just $8 a month. So really you have no excuse not to go over there and get your website set up. So you can start a trial with no credit card required. Start building your, your website today at squarespace.com. And when you do decide to sign up, make sure to use the offer code isometric to get 10% off your first purchase and to show your support for isometric. And thank you to Squarespace for their support of this show and all of Relay FM. Squarespace built a beautiful. Squarespace. <laughs> is that the thank you platypus song? lord that was, that was very good that, that's the very song good. of her people is what that yeah. is yeah true. wow that's it's what true. that's what she sings when she makes those dams those are beavers never mind yeah well, platypuses <laughs> make dams right or is it they, they do now platypi? i think yeah, the, i think they, they do now because nobody knows what platypuses really do except for I mean, they build have duck bills they build i have nests. a feeling i have a feeling they are they have world domination plans that we have no idea uh, you know I mean, they, oh my god i've never thought about that venomed venom speared back legs that they can stab you with and poison you jesus are you, they are taking over the world what please tell serious. me you're making this up are you, no i feel like you have a little like rainbow and star over your head that, that says the more you know like like actually platypi have da, 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 da. it's like this is amazing uh, okay, before George it's, uh, educates us all about the platypus and you know gives away all of their plants for world domination, we should probably talk about the <laughs> uh, So we got a lot of information about a couple of big games coming out, and uh, one one of them is XCOM Two, which yes. so so excited for that. That this is which is going to be PC, Mac, and Linux only. It's not the first game came out for consoles and for iOS, and that none of that is happening at launch. It's going to be a computer only game this time around and so we got a couple of new trailers showing some of and some gameplay video from polygon it looks great it looks really great the graphics look so good did you play the first XCOM, bonnie or no no i did not but uh you know i've done my research and you know it's one of those things where i i'm a gamer but my my specialty is in tabletop gaming (laughs) and i do i do play a lot of video games as well but for some reason, uh, XCOM has slipped by me, and then as soon as I found out about S- XCOM 2, I started doing some research, and I was like, how come I've never played this game? And I, I feel really upset with myself, and I feel like I failed the gamer world, and that my nerd cred has just lost a few points. So. Well, uh, it's you probably love it, because if you're big into like strategy board games, XCOM would fit pretty well into that, because it's a turn-based strategy game, so... And what I what I'm and the more I'm reading about it, the more I love how uh, it it seems to have a really strong storyline along with it, and that's what always grabs me is when there's like some kind of storyline that goes along with it that you actually can get to know the characters, and not just like pick a character because you know their outfit looks cool and then go. You know what I mean? That's usually what I do. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I mean, I guess the, the the thing with the first XCOM was always kind of making you very attached to the 
squad to the squad mates and you know making it feel impactful when you lost one of them in battle and it seems like they're really going to the next level and trying to make you care about every single one of the of the people who you're recruiting and make you feel it when you inevitably lose them in battle because that's what happens at XCOM is you people die all the time and then you you feel terrible that you let them die so well, it, it's fun for all ages really it's- sounds like a great uplifting game <laughs> Like really, like you really like instead of just death being meaningless, you know, you go into battle, you want to make the best plan and then someone that you really care about because you get to know their backstory. And then, you know, you which probably will be Trump would be traumatic for me. But I think that it would also make the game really enjoyable because you really want to win because you don't want to lose one of your squad members that you care about. Yeah, that's what I like. It seems like they, they create really detailed backstories for each character to where. You, you know, feel like you get to know them to where, you know, you know, if someone died in your squad, you'd be like, no, not little Billy. Now, you yeah. Know. yeah, let's sacrifice Fred instead. Yeah. Fred <laughs> doesn't have anything to live for. <laughs> let's send Fred into that mission. He's Billy has, a Billy has a family at home. Yeah. <laughs> I love this, this article from The Verge where they made all of their, all of their soldiers after pop stars. So the whole beginning of the article starts with Taylor Swift died four weeks into the operation against the aliens and. Wow. Uh, you know, but you can – it seems like they're really going all in on the customization too where you can customize them to look pretty pretty much like whatever you want, which also would kind of add to that attachment if you made the mistake of making those people look like your friends and family members. That could, <laughs> could kind of add to the trauma when you end up losing one of them. Can, can, we, can we spoil something from Fallout 4 here? Okay, so sure. I'm going to spoil this. So the worst thing of Fallout 4 is you have this character creator at the start of it. And you get to create yourself and then you get to create your party. So, like, I spent all this time, like, designing the most detailed Frank Wu, and I'm like, oh, Frank, you're going to be in this game with me. We can, like, hang out together. And then, spoilers, as soon as you create, like, your character, like, your your spouse, they die brutally (laughs) and permanently, (laughs) like, within the first ten minutes. And I'm like, no! (laughs) Sorry, Frank. Flashing back to it constantly. It's like... Frank is dead in a tomb. No. <laughs> there is so, no respawning Frank. Uh, so, so Bree, what you're saying is you should start playing the game after you've had a fight with your spouse. Right. Yes. Okay. No, just make this. all of the, make all of them your enemies. And that way when they die, you're like, well, good riddance. Yeah. <laughs> just start naming them after people you hate. Okay, guys, time for the suicide mission. Let's go. Exactly. It's like, well, uh, I don't know about you guys, but I'm going to come out of this alive. Let's, let's see how well you do. Uh. So I have to say, I have played an unhealthy amount of XCOM. Like, um, if this game comes out, like, in the next month or two, like, we're going to miss our Rev 60 ship date again. <laughs> like, I'm just telling you right now. Um, and, you know, the thing that makes it so addicting is for strategy game, there's a really deep um like tech tree to get into and it all makes a lot of sense um but i think if you went through and you critique the first game the problems would be um the lighting it's got uh you know i work with the unreal engine and you're constantly fighting this kind of um kind of gross sewer lighting that unreal is known for um if you look at something like cry engine it's much more just the lighting it's easier to get to a a good result in cry 
tangent with Unreal, you really have to finesse it. And it, it just, it didn't work in the first one. The facial rigging was bad. Um, so I think they've got a lot of work to do with environments and characters. But as far as the core gameplay, what really worries me is, you know, Fire Axis, they really have a tendency, and you can see this with their civilization games, that they'll put out something like Civ Four, that was an excellent game. And, you know, they're like, all right, we're coming out with the new one. And uh, like with Gods and Kings, the Civilization expansion, you know, they do it. And it's just like keeping more and more and more mechanics on top of a really solid game. So I I agree with you that like making it so the character's backstory is, is awesome and you can feel it. I think that's really important. And I think the graphics are important, but I, 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 I really hope it doesn't end up being even more complex because XCOM 1 was very, very unforgiving. Yeah, I think that the one thing that I was looking at that there's a lot of talk about this concealed me- mechanic that they're that they're introducing where in the first game you were gener- your team was generally completely out in the open. Yep. And then the the aliens would kind of just ambush you out of nowhere. And a lot of times you wouldn't even necessarily know which direction you should be walking in in order to be taking cover. And they just kind of come out from a different direction because you couldn't see where they were. And now at least you'll kind of be a little bit more on equal footing because you'll be stealth and it'll show you where what squares are going to reveal you and then start the firefight. So at least you'll have a little bit of a chance to get set up. And and start with a strategy. I mean, it's going to go badly no matter what, because that's how the game goes. But you won't feel like you're just getting ambushed at the beginning of every of every map. So that that hopefully that will help a little bit. But, yeah, I saw some pictures of that new airship that's going to be the base. And it looks really, really overwhelming, even more so than like the first game was. So, yeah. yeah. And see, Bree, when you say, you know, dark sewage lighting. <laughs> you know, I I feel like that's more for me like romantic mood lighting. <laughs> so I feel like I mean that's how my apartment's always lit. You know, yeah, very yeah, dank and dark like a cave. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like uh, I really should get into this game. I feel like I can. Yeah. I feel like it's gonna connect to me on a different level. You know, Bonnie. It sounds like you've been dating the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> well, you know, call me April. Okay. <laughs> All right. uh, I, I, judgment I, here. Yeah. Yellow jumpsuits, you know, that's my thing. So I was looking. Did you all see on <laughs> Facebook how I got Frank uh, a fin jacket from yeah. Star Wars? Like I literally yes. got yes. him Finn's jacket. And it looks sexy as hell on him. Like every time he comes home, I'm like, oh, Doctor Wu. Like <laughs> you know, like like he looks awesome in it. And something else they sell at that same store is April O'Neil's uh, yellow leather jacket from what? The last what awful... store is this? <laughs> right, I'll send you the what link store? because I'm like, I got two hundred dollars in my bank account i know i do because like yellow leather like uh, april o'neill jacket it's like oh i just i feel like i could pull that off so. you know yellow is not my color but for april o'neill i would do it yeah 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 I like april but not like the megan april. fox april o'neill you know right. no, like the original well, 80s yeah. cartoon april O'Neil. yeah you gotta yeah. you gotta go back to the original Ugh, Have, uh, april o'neill i love those original comics but she's not exactly a fashionista no. <laughs> she's wearing a she's got the most 80s hair ever like a, a, a perm like out five feet from her head that used and, to be my hair 80s. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, she's wearing like this blue jumpsuit at the same time so yeah, yeah. um no no one was really well dressed in that cartoon 
cartoon it, from from top to bottom, pretty fair, much. Fair, fair. <laughs> I don't know. I was really, I was thinking about this today. So I got an invite today to go on a major television network. I can't talk about it yet. It's a news show. And I was thinking how funny it would be if, you know, when you do this stuff, you just show up uh, remotely at their studio. They go like, hey, where can you go? And I'm like, yeah, I've got a, a place I usually go for this stuff. And you just show up and they just patch you in. And I was thinking how awesome it would be if I just showed up on TV, like wearing a Captain Phasma costume and just didn't say anything. And it's like, so Brianna, uh, tell us about the situation with women founders in the technology industry. Yeah, I was just sitting there wearing my Captain Phasma helmet with the mic like clipped into my helmet, just pretending like nothing was up and how viral that would be for the rest of my life. That is exactly how you'd have to pull it off. Yeah. I, I think you of all people would be able to pull that off. Yeah. It's like when that guy that they were asking him about uh, Edward Snowden and he kept on saying Edward scissor hands and talking about how he had scissors <laughs> for hands and the woman never got it even at the end of the interview. It was just brilliant. That sounds good. That sounds really good. Oh, Bree, I have bad, I, I have bad news for you, by the way, Bree. What's up? It What's comes up? out on February 5th. XCOM. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. So, but the good news is that it comes out for, it comes out for PC and Mac, PC and Mac. So all of us can get it. So that is, I'm, hey. I was afraid that it was going to be PC only when they said it was, it was a, just going to be for PC, but they'll actually run on the Mac. So I am, I am super psyched. I don't oh. have to ship a game so I can, you know. I sorry. Can, <laughs> sorry. Everybody waiting. I'm I could just neglect my children out. and just play XCOM. It'll be great. Neglect your children. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Who snort laughed? That, who did that? I, I don't know who that was. Uh, okay. Couldn't have no been judgment. me. No judgment. No judgment. Uh, I snort when I laugh. Yep. I do. So we probably also should talk about Bravely Second because we got a new, a new trailer and a new announcement that there's going to be a demo coming out in Europe, though still no word about when they're going to bring it over to America. It looks beautiful. I was watching Really? That. Do you think so? I think so. I think, the, I think I'm a sucker for that kind of like old school anime look i don't know if i'd want to play it <laughs> i've never played it before what what in the world because uh, i watched all of the little trailers what i don't know what it's about is this this game about because i watched every single one and i'm more confused now than before i watched anything my work I'm here gonna, is done i'm not gonna lie i thought it was an anime when you guys sent me the link and i was watching the trailer and i was like oh i guess they talk about shows and then i was reading the article and i was like it's a game yeah, and, it, it's yeah, a so 3DS game. It's, oh, okay. It's kind of like a reimagining of Final Fantasy in a way. Um, okay. Because Square, Square came out with it, and it uses the job system from Final Fantasy Tactics. And is it Final Fantasy 2, the other game that... Final Fantasy is- 3, you fake gamer boy. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't have a Super yeah. Nintendo, so what do yeah. I know? Okay, okay. Um, I knew it was for Final Fantasy Tactics, so I, you know, that's all. Oh, that's all that's, uh, that's yeah, important. Yeah, but you always play Final Fantasy Tactics because I bothered you for like a year on app.net. Uh, and I am very appreciative of you for it. That's so. right. <laughs> that's right. So I have to say, every single time I see, uh, like, when I looked at the first Bravely Default, this is where, like, working in the game industry destroys your ability to enjoy games. Because all I see, like, all I, I can't see the beauty of it. I just see bone, I, I see uh, skeletal meshes with, like, 20 bones. And that's all I can yeah. see and how, like, primitive it is. Yeah, it's still and, a 3DS game. I don't so. know. Right. Yeah. Ah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess, I guess I'm, I'm interested in it 
only in that it was one of the first art JRPGs that I was able to, to play in a long time because of the way that it streamlined the grinding and kind of made it easier to experience the story or easier to grind for like an hour by setting every setting the speed up and setting all the all the battle to automatic and there it seems like they're they're doubling down on that with like this double or nothing mechanic that they're introducing in the new game where if you beat the opposing party in one turn then you can go double or nothing for double the experience or or and gold or zero if you challenge them to another battle so at least that's a way that you theoretically if you're going through like a lower level area you could really breeze through the experience but it still adds a little bit of interactivity and a little bit of of chance to it which is kind of an interesting way to go about it it has its pretty colors. That's what I got away from it. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, it was colorful. And it's got awesome know. J-pop, apparently. Yeah, awesome. Well, J-pop. <laughs> so I feel like people have forgotten. Like, if so, there was a character in the first Bravely Default whose name was Ring a Bell. Yeah. And, like, if the Final Fantasy world has, like, a sexual predator's watch list, like, Ring a Bell deserves to be on this. Like, they would have this feature in the game where, like, they would all be camping out and they'd have, like, these conversations. And, like, Ring a Bell would be talking about how he just loves girls, the younger, the better. And, oh, yeah. like, all this stuff oh. is, like... Yeah, Ring a Bell needed, like, a code of conduct to, to adhere to or something. Oh, yeah. it was so uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. It was so he was super creepy. I do you remember some of the exact examples, Steve? Uh, I I know there was that thing with Adia's like bikini of power oh, or something like oh, that in the second oh, act. Bikini of power. Oh. I forget if the, if that was the I name of it. I have two of those guys. Yeah, I'm just there was there were some problematic parts of she that game because the there was also the lecherous <laughs> old man who she had to get the bikini from. If right, yeah. And so that was Ugh, yeah, and wow. and they actually had to tone down the. Uh, the costumes in the first game from the Japanese ones, because the Japanese ones, they were all supposed to be like 15 years old and they were barely wearing cloth Adia and uh, yep. mostly Adia. Anya's I, I think <laughs> yeah. was a little bit more covered up, but Adia was barely wearing like any fabric in some of the, the Japanese versions of the costume. But it's like the art style makes them look like, it's so, right? Yeah. It's really creepy. Yeah. I think it's hysterically Ugh strange you know especially when you know you're randomly fighting in a game or in it yeah. watching a fight in an anime and right. the sword magically you know hits all the buttons and the shirt pops off and you're like well that's convenient <laughs> <laughs> that must have been my sword of power to, to show yeah. off the bikini of power underneath yeah. i don't know yeah all yeah. new it's, feature in revolution 62 it's gonna it bikini happen of power. bikini of power bikini of power, bikini power. We, are we getting our panda suit i'm just asking you know, if I send you over a texture map, do you know enough about texture maps to draw on top of it? Yeah, I could try. Okay. Because <laughs> really? if I'm drawing, <laughs> it's going to be so. So, what we're going to do, we'll send you a UV topology map, and like you'll see the old snow leopard costume there, and like you can figure out what, you know, like where their eyes are and stuff. You can just draw like a panda for me. But I need that now. Because if you don't get that to me before XCOM uh, comes over, like it's not going to make it into the game. You send it to me. I okay. will draw a pan. But you do know that this isn't going to end up looking like the hand turkey kind of drawing. Like I'm not an artist. So just be. Draw a panda puss. I mean, really. Pardon what? <laughs> draw oh, a panda puss. <laughs> the platypus. The panda puss. I, no. I didn't think you. I thought. Nothing. Just. I, 
I think we've I think we've broken Georgia. Is I think oh, what just happened. Dear. I thought, yeah. I'm, I've been uh, banned from this show. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. forever. Uh, I'm like a panda's what? You and, and Ring the Bell are going to be on the same watch list together. <laughs> oh my god! I'm I'm just going through the jobs from Bradley Bradley Default, and I'm looking at the performer, and Ring the Bell is wearing an Elvis impersonator costume. Yeah, that yeah, and Anna D is wearing like a Playboy bunny outfit. And yeah, wait, yeah. is this the is this the Bravely Second? No, this is this was the original game. Yeah, yeah but the fact that there's a second one from it is <laughs> yeah, that's what I okay. So I, okay, yes. I don't, I have no idea. You guys got you've lost me on this game. Yeah, I mean you had different jobs that you could change between, and they would all have different costumes, and some of them were more interesting than others. I mean, I've done some voices on some weird games. I don't. I don't know. I, I don't know. I kind of want to. I want kind of want to play a video game as an Elvis impersonator. That would yeah. be kind of. I mean, you know, if, some people have that dream, and now they can fulfill it. Yeah, it's it's a weird game, but it was a fun game. It, it was for somebody like me who doesn't do JRPGs very much. It made it a little bit more accessible than you know the standard 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 JRPG. And I think that like sure. a lot sure. of the Final Fantasy remakes are kind of taking some of those things like being able to temporarily turn off enemy encounters and being able to speed the game up a little bit. Like they're starting to take that even into some of the remakes that they're porting over back to like iOS and PC and stuff like that. So um you know it 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 was an interesting game but it definitely had its interesting moments too. Well, it came out in a time where there was a really serious question if, like, the 3DS was going to survive. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I remember that. That was that was one of the first, like, must-have games for the 3DS. And it came out in, like, February when literally nothing was coming out. Yep. And it that because of that, it got very popular just because there wasn't anything else to play at the time. And that, that may have saved the 3DS partially. But it, it's... You know, I'm I'm interested in trying the new one when it comes out. We'll see what happens with it, but you know, let's you, make it happen. Yeah, let's make it happen. All right, so cool. um, I guess we'll move on to what we're playing. So Bonnie, you want to talk? Are there, if this is the part of the show where we talk about just games that we've been playing over the past week or the past whatever, so oh, cool. If there's anything that you want to uh, tell us that you've been playing and what's cool about it and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, I play games that people have been playing for a while. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, I you know because it's just the games that I just. Pop on, uh, like actually today I was playing Guild Wars Two. I'm I'm a fan of Guild Wars Two. It's a fun one. Diablo. I know a lot of their their dev team. Good people. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I have a lot of uh, I have a lot of friends who over who work over at Riot Games, uh, League of Legends. So I'm starting to get into that. Uh, just started playing League of Legends, and I'm I'm enjoying it. It's super fun. I'm not very good at it yet. I can <laughs> I kind of just walk into something and I'm like, hey, let me help, and then I die, and I'm like, well, crap. I guess I gotta. I'll be back with you guys in a minute. <laughs> yeah, I, I just tried that because I've been playing a lot of Heroes of the Storm. So I'm like, well, I should really try League of Legends. It is like – it's really, really complicated and there's a lot of it stuff is, going on. It is, but it's fun. It's yeah, it a is lot fun. of fun. It is fun. And they have so many different players from you know all over the world and I'm just like, wow, look at me. I'm one of them. I'm so hip and cool and oh, I died. Never mind. But no, it's it's a fun game. I'm enjoying it. So yeah, League of Legends, Guild Wars 2, Diablo, the, the usual. Xander and I uh, – Bree, you remember Xander, my, uh, my, yeah. my my band partner and partner in crime. and The one with the racist lines. <laughs> like, <laughs> that game oh, that he did yes. not record himself. Yes, so, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, my, friend, yeah. my, my roommate and band partner and best friend of all time, he also does voiceovers. And he did the announcer on the game Dive Kick. Yeah, yeah. The Japanese announcer. You know, he's this cute little, you know, adorable 
white guy who has to be like, you know, Daiva Kikar. You know, I can't do it. <laughs> now, now I sound awful. But anyway, he he does it amazing. He actually speaks. Right. He actually speaks fluent Japanese. So and lived in Japan. So he. That's so cool. He's legit. But uh, he and I. Uh, played Just Dance the other night and were dancing in the living room and looked like idiots and did the song Eye of the Tiger where we were two wrestlers and having to like oh. leap over each other and you know twirl it was you have to like spin around each other for that one don't exactly you? Yeah. it was so funny i wish there was video of it somewhere but because we were both doing it no one was there to take video <laughs> i have video of him dancing by himself though it's pretty pretty entertaining so that's what I've been playing. Uh, tomorrow I'm playing a tabletop game called Mega Civ. It's going to take about 12 hours. It's a tw- oh my god! It, uh, like uh, it's like eight to ten people, and the table itself, like the whole actual game, takes over a long table. Like it's it's the entire civilization. It's the world basically. Ooh! And you each take a different culture and you try and take over the world. It's very much like Risk to an extreme, and it can take up to 12 to 14 hours. I mean, it's depending on how many players Ooh. you have. So. I'm going to be getting a lot of coffee tomorrow. <laughs> Love it. It's going to be fun. Uh, so, Bree, what, uh, what are you playing this week? Oh, God. So I'm still working on my Mass Effect uh, playthrough, so I finished Mass Effect 1. Uh, Bonnie, have you played Mass Effect? I have. I'm not very oh. good. Again, I'm just oh. not. I just, oh. I just oh. can't shoot. Oh. So you've got to play Revolution 60 at some point. Like, it is a game that is made for people that, like, can't play a Mass Effect, that, like, find all of that to... to... No, I mean this in the positive (laughs) sense, because I I don't think you should have to... Mass Effect, like, from a game-playing perspective, like, it really requires you to be a very, very good gamer, because it assumes you're good with dual joysticks, and you can, like, kill lots of things, and, like, there's it's a lot of, like, third-person shooter... Um, like experience that they expect I'm gonna you have to, to have. Check that out. I'm going to check to, that out to like come into it. So I don't know. Um, like I feel very strongly about that. That like Mass Effect should have some mode where you don't have to do all the shooting stuff and it's just story. And what's right. amazing to me is they do it the other way. Like the, oh, where they turn off so you- all the story is to shooting, which I just can't even process. So. I actually have a random question for you guys, knowing yeah. uh, with your extensive knowledge of games. See, I have a favorite video game that when I tell people, no one knows what it is. No okay. one's ever played it. They've never heard of it. It was for PlayStation 2. It was my favorite game of all time. Still to this day is my favorite game, even though I haven't been able to play it for a while because they haven't made it on other platforms. Uh, Guitar Man. Have any of you guys played Guitar Man? I have never played it, but I've heard of it loved that game and was obsessed with that game and i still am and i have the soundtrack memorized and no one's most anyone's ever heard it never heard of it you go to a game store and i'm like do you guys have guitar man and they look at me like i'm they're like uh, guitar hero i'm like no <laughs> guitar room man. i'm not an idiot i, <laughs> I know what guitar hero is i don't know this art style is gorgeous i've never played it but oh uh, it's so wow. much fun Bre- oh, so it's Bre- out it's on so psp i wonder if i can download it on psn and give it a go it's, a, it's like a music game but you play yeah. with a controller and it's it's the most fun game ever and if anyone's out there listening play guitar man i should try it, that right, cool yeah it's so you fun love, you love those games yeah i do love those games have you have you tried it's the new amplitude so yet no i haven't oh Not it's yet. really good it's on my list. I have a list of things when I have free time, like that one hour a month that I have a free time. I'm like, I'm going to play this. And then instead I do laundry. Guitar yeah. Man. Yeah, it's yeah. so much fun. Uh, this this so almost looks fun. like Elite Beat Agents for the, for the DS a little bit. 
Not it really is my done. favorite game of all time, That's and really I will cool. stand cool. by that for the for my. For, I'm sorry to interrupt your. No, no, no. It's I just cool. I it's had cool. to I had to find out if you had even heard of it because I, I have heard of it. I've not played it, so I'm working on Mass Effect uh, little by little in the evening. Steve, I've yes. got to tell you about an amazing game okay. that I cannot even process why this game has gotten so little press. Okay. So do you all remember Fatal Frame in the PS2 era? Yeah. Um, yeah. It was kind of a, it was a horror game. The idea is basically like you, you take pictures of monsters to like, it's a survival horror Resident Evil style game, but then instead of a gun, it's a camera. So they have released an all new version of this um, on Wii U. It's called Fatal Frame Made in a Blackwater. It is hands down one of the most stylish games I've ever played in my life. It is absolutely pushing the Wii U graphics to the limit. And I have to say, like, okay, I'm just going to admit it on this show. Like, any <laughs> game with, like, ridiculously hot girls in it, I will completely buy. And, like, <laughs> the characters in this are so gorgeous and awesome at the same time. So, um, yeah, like, it is, if you like horror games, it is unbelievably good. How scary like is it, Brie? Very scary. Yeah. It's very, very I'm atmospheric. <laughs> it's very slow paced. Um, it really, you know, the thing is, I was watching America, uh, American Horror Story Hotel, and you know, there really, there's an approach to horror which American Horror Story Hotel does, which is a good show. But it's it's paced in the modern world where people have the attention span of yes. flies. Yes, and I it's agree. so I so. Agree. Right. It's too much. It, it's too much. It's it actually, much. I find it loses its appeal of being scary because there's just Be- too much happening. I can't. There's no buildup for me. They exactly. There's like the payoff is immediate, and they have to go to gore yes. instead, right? Extremes. And I, I, I hate that. I hate yeah. that. So this is a horror game that goes completely in the other direction. Like I'm like hours into it, and nothing violent has happened yet. Oh, like there are a lot that of scares me to right. death. Yeah. And it's like everything from like the animations where she opens the door and you you see her all crouched and terrifying and like she opens the door slowly and like her body is blocking the door and you can't see your way on the other side. And there's never anything there, but it builds up tension every single time. Yeah, that's when I'm like, I'm not going in. I'm just not going in. I'm going to stay. I'm going to wait you out. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's not a very exciting game that way, though. Well, you don't get very far. Yeah. You don't get very far. Yeah, I, I remember hearing about this game when it came out a couple months ago, and I think the problem was that it was like a Wii, an eShop exclusive, like it didn't have any sort of a physical co- physical copy. Yep. So nobody nobody found out about it because most people don't even most people just don't download full games from the eShop m- mainly because the Wii U just doesn't have the space for it. Can Can I say something about this? So. I am pissed at Nintendo. I am really pissed at Nintendo. Welcome to my world. So <laughs> I, I have wanted to expand the, the storage of my Wii, which only has 8 gig, right? Yeah. So and I, it, I'm like, look, I don't like – I'm an engineer. So when there's something in the front of my device when I pull down the panel and it says expansion slot and there's a giant slot there for an SD card, I go, okay, that's how we expand – you know, storage in the Wii. And then I look up, like, how do I get storage in my Wii? And it says SD card. So I buy one SD card 
like I want the biggest, just high capacity one that I can get, and I plop it in there. And I find out it goes, well, it won't support ones up to this big, and it's too fast, and the Wii U can't read it. And I'm like, ah, oh, you know really? what? Jeez. F you, Nintendo. It's like, you're too this good. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, oh, it my gets God. better. So I finally go, fine, F it. And then I do all this research, and I'm like, what SD cards are compatible in the Wii U? Blah, blah, blah. So I do it, and I pay $50, and I get this this expansion card sent to me. And this is why I'm so pissed at Nintendo right now. So I put it in there, and I find out the expansion card in my Wii U, you cannot download games like this to it. Yeah. You can't. It's only there to transfer content. Yeah, you need to have a spinning disc. Right. To it. So I bought two stupid things oh, no. trying to expand my yeah. Wii, and now I'm going to have to buy another freaking $100. I was, waiting. I was waiting on that one. Yeah. Because Jason Snell just wrote something about this, too, and I guess he oh. found one that worked, but it's it warns the hell out of you that it may not, and they don't support it, and you really should go buy a spinning disc because this is 2010. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, this this is this is a clear example of Nintendo being Nintendo. I hate They're them. they're mocking yeah. you, Bree. And, and it wouldn't be so bad if they had like a legitimate amount of storage available in the thing to begin with. I mean, even the high end one is thirty two gigs and that's not enough. Like right. I'm I downloaded Disney Infinity to it and then I constantly was having to play the juggle game because I couldn't keep like Disney Infinity and Metroid Prime trilogy and like anything else on the the hard drive at the same time. So, yeah, it's it's ridiculous, and hopefully they've learned something when they release the NX and fix all their problems, but I don't have a whole lot of faith in that, so. At least they, um, they released Metroid uh, Mission Zero today. They did. Which I've been wanting to play my whole life, so I'm very excited <laughs> about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to remember if I played that on the GBA or not. I know I played uh, Fusion, and I don't remember if Fusion I played Fusion was Digital. excellent, yeah. I don't remember if I played Zero Mission or not. I have to go look through. I still have my, my baggie with all my GBA cartridges that I can go dig through and figure out if I had it or not. I, I would have robbed your house if I knew was <laughs> I mean, I, I'm surprised you haven't already just on general principles. Can, can I do that? Will you legally uh, uh, release me from any liability? Uh, you'll have to talk to your lawyer I'll be your alibi. <laughs> okay, okay. I was over with Bonnie. We're, we're upstanding citizens. That's Trust right. Us. Yeah. I have dimples. I'm innocent. <laughs> right. That's true. Uh, dimples mean innocent. Uh, Dude, I can never, yeah. I'll just be like, but officer, I didn't know. So nobody George, nobody oh, told me the door was locked but all i had to do was i just took out a bobby pin and it had, and it just opened <laughs> like what a cute little boy with the uh, long red hair yeah. <laughs> leave him <That's> alone like, <laughs> uh, what, a, what a cute little leprechaun looking fellow <laughs> so georgia what do you play this week okay so another game for me to be ashamed of um i'm playing hungry shark I, I love the game. Is that that game that we played at Fun Spot with the with the tickets? No, no, no. That's that's a better game than Hungry Shark is because this one doesn't give you tickets. This is it's a game by Ubisoft, and I think that it was released during Shark Week or something. <laughs> you you play as a shark, and it's Hungry Shark Evolution. So you choose a shark, you go around eating everything in sight, and your shark levels up and becomes larger and larger and takes on bigger and greater sharks, humans and. <laughs> And other things. And then you can, like, buy a baby shark to go with you. And the baby shark follows you around. Uh, plus, you can get, like, like extra power-ups. And you can take over the world as a shark. It's, it's like one of these games that you're like, oh, this is going to be horrible and stupid. And 
It probably is, but I love it anyways. And so you can be a reef shark, mako, hammerhead, tiger shark, and a great white, and then... Can I just say, you're the reason why the Sharknado franchise is still alive and well. Oh, you don't you don't know the half of it, Bonnie. You don't know the half of it. Like, I totally shark dive. Like, I'm, I'm, that is, that, yeah. Me and sharks, we buddies. So, oh, um, I'm Lord. having, I'm having a blast playing. It's, it's one of these games that, you know, you can pay money and log in to get more gold and this and that and watch videos in order to get added gems so you can buy your little shark baby friend, which... I will do. I will sit there and actually like just watch all these videos while I'm doing something else um, just to gain gems so I can farm them to buy my little shark baby friend. Because like what's the use of being a shark if you don't have a shark baby friend to swim around with you and eat all the other fish that are around in the area? Massively addictive. Well, I mean, obviously. Oh, obviously. Um, your shark gets larger and it, <laughs> it has more speed and bite power and it's just mindless fun. Um, looking for buried treasure and getting maps. I yeah, it's a it's a pretty good game. Man, I want to be a shark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Georgia, Georgia, you gotta get a Wii U. <laughs> is there is there a shark game on the Wii U? This is the time of the show where we shame you. <laughs> it's called <laughs> the new is feature. It? Is it yeah. really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We need you to get a Wii U, Georgia. <laughs> We're going to follow you around like that lady in Game of Thrones at the bell. Shame. <laughs> in, Shame. In fairness, this shark is holding a fork. So, you know, that is something going for it. Right. No, adop- right. Oh. And and this other shark is wearing a space suit for some reason. Wow. So no. I'm well, kind of terrified I, if that's what our future I, looks I like. I guess if I'm going to go through that, I'm going to give you one more set of, like, platypus information. So the female <sighs> platypus. Platypus does have a pair of ovaries like humans and all other mammals, but only the left one is functional. The more you know. Ding. <laughs> there we go. Oh. That'll be on. Someone will use that in a trivia question at some point in time. Come on. This is useful. <laughs> this is a useful bit of information. I, I need I need to get off this podcast. <laughs> I have useful information for you. I have better useful oh. information for you, Georgia. Which is yeah. that the the Star Wars Force Awakens tables are out on uh, in Zen Pinball and they are pretty oh, really? awesome. Ooh. What? Yeah. Ooh. What? What? Yeah. What? Yeah. So they came out um, on the consoles on Tuesday oh. and they came out on iOS today. I got both. I bought both of them immediately. Is there a table about Ray? Yes. Um, wait, there's a Ray table. <laughs> She's gone. What? Oh. So, Where's my oh, little BB-8? Zen. Yeah, so there's one with, with Ray and BB-8, and then there's one oh. with Captain Phasma and Kylo Ren. Oh. Oh, I think I'm gosh. actually going to be buying a pair of Fimo, a Fimo, Ren, and, and BB-8, um, Ray and BB-8 earrings. Ooh, that's I'm just so cool. excited. So oh, the, they're, I mean, they, Zen, Zen Studios always does a really good, a really good job with their pinball tables, and these are really good. <gasps> and they, and you get to play <laughs> pinball and listen to, listen to BB-8 making adorable <gasps> noises, oh, and it's, it's fantastic. I love BB-8. So that I played it a little awesome. bit today because it just came out this morning and I like bought it and like played it instead of getting ready for work this morning and it was it was worth it. it, it they're they're really good. I mean it's two bucks a piece for the tables on iOS. It's like no brainer. Nice. Uh, um I also bought they're doing like an essential sale on PSN this week, so I bought Symphony of the Night for the third time. Um mm. so I'm hoping to actually finish it this time now that I've finished um super metroid like that's the other game on my list that i've never i've played but never finished and i really want to so now i have it on the vita so hopefully i can make my way through it and uh we'll see how that goes but i am i'm happy to be playing it again because it's a really good game and i really really do want to finish it this time so 
I believe in you. I know. Um, I, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna put on my big boy pants. I'm gonna finish. I'm gonna finish Symphony of the Night, and then you never beaten it. No, because I. <sighs> I got to a point where I just got, I either got lost or I got frustrated or I got lost and frustrated and I never really, fin- I tried it on the, I bought it for the the original PlayStation to play on my PlayStation 2 and I got like halfway through it and then I bought it again on the Xbox 360 but I couldn't play it on there because the D-pad on the 360 controller is a, a train wreck. So it, I wasn't able to get anywhere so now I'm trying it on the Vita and we'll see how it goes. But okay. I, good luck. I will. But I, you know, yeah, it took luck. me. It took me, you know, twenty years to finish Super Metroid. So, you know, maybe, maybe now I finally That's have the power. Dedication, though, Steve. That's dedication. Yeah. Well, Agreed. you know, I'm, well, I guess it. You know, it took me ten years to get something where I could actually play it to begin with. But because I didn't have a Super Nintendo again. But no, oh. I was I was a deprived child. Deprived. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, come on. I I grew up on Super Nintendo, man. That was my. That was my game system of choice. Yeah, no, I didn't get a Nintendo until 1990 after five years of pestering my parents, and then the Super Nintendo came out like the next year, and they're like, "You're not getting us with the graphics thing again." So, like, no. okay, that's it. Oh, that's so sad. That's <laughs> a sad story, Steve. Yeah, that's why I'm really yeah. good at side-scrolling platformers and nothing else. So. <laughs> uh, that's fair. I get that. All right. Oh, I have some uh, fun. Well, it's kind of gaming news, in a sense. Okay. I, I don't. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm just trying to add some some cool. I'm trying to. I'm trying to take away from your sad story. I'm trying to be it's uplifting. Happening. You know. It's happening. I don't know. Steve just made me so depressed a minute ago with his childhood stories. Bonnie, we actually usually make him just feel bad. That's that's. Oh, okay. Way. Well then, well then I I, I withdraw my my yeah. news. Generally, the the correct response Shame. is to mock my pain instead of trying that's true. to that's trying true. to. We yeah. will throw out no. a we judge you. <laughs> When when oh. I grew up, my parents just bought me any video game system I wanted, so I'd leave them alone. Yeah, that that's basically my parenting strategy. So yeah. you know, yeah. Actually, I buy them for me, and then I don't let them play with it. So you know, that's true. You say it's for them, <laughs> boy. Oh, Steve, I gotta call you on that. I have talked to you so many times, and you're like, "Yeah, I'm stuck here, Toys R Us, getting these amiibos for the girls." Yeah, and I'm like, "Just come clean, Steve. They're totally for me. Just, just be honest." So <laughs> no, they did play the uh, Disney Infinity yeah. Force Awakens playset for like four hours over the weekend, and that's actually pretty... is Ray in it? Yeah, Ray. Ray <gasps> is Ray is in Thank the God. default playset. Good. Good, good, good. Yeah, Ray and Finn are the are the characters that are packed in with it, and then you can buy uh, you can buy Poe po and Kylo Ren separately. No. So they played Who? as Ray and Finn and Poe. Once one of them, I think Finn died, and then they had to we had to open up another another one so they could keep going. But there's like a little mini little mini game at the beginning where you're playing as like the Tie Fighter escaping from the spaceship, um, and you're like shooting down all the Tie Fighters that are shooting at you, and it, it's 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 pretty cool. I don't know. I don't know how well they're doing with it because they just kind of wander around for a long time before they get to wherever they're going. But they seem to be having. But fun But they with don't it. care. They're happy just. Doing yeah, they're that. happy. They're having fun yeah, with it, and and Ray's smacking things with the with her staff, and they're happy. So there we go. So I can just buy this, and will I have to upgrade my Bri- base set Bri- to three Bri- Don't don't buy it. I have. I bought. So we ordered them from Amazon. Yeah. And we ordered one, and they shipped us a case, and then. When we called them up to say, hey, you sent us four instead of one, they said, keep it. Give it to me. I will give it to yeah. you. So <laughs> I, have one, I have one earmarked for you. I will I will give you uh, Run, but Will you never finish the first one? I have one. to finish uh, the first one. Do you have Saber or Super Mario Maker? Yes. Yes, I do. Okay, because I have two copies of Super Mario Maker <laughs> and Danganronpa because okay. they did the same thing to me. 
Yeah. So man, how come Amazon doesn't mess up my orders and send me cases? Yeah. Of well, stuff, it's man? it's almost like a burden now because I <laughs> it's, I mean I know the breeze good to take one off my hands, but now I have to figure out what to do with the other ones. So the only All thing right. I have a case of is almond milk, and what am I going to do with that? <laughs> Drink lots of almond milk and be happy. I guess so. Jeez. Uh, so <laughs> all right, I'm ordering Kylo Ren right now. Okay, so I can. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I discovered Maureen has a bit of a, a bit of a crush on Kylo Ren, so we had to get him. What? Yeah. Oh, Steve, that doesn't speak well for your marriage. I know, like, I know, yeah. it's, I know. We're gonna we're gonna address that in uh, you know in, in due time. But yeah. Oh. oh. And it, <laughs> that's a, that's a that's a subject for never mind. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So, uh, does anybody have anything they want to plug before we? Uh... I'm gonna be on Twit on Sunday. Oh, awesome! Yay! On the on the on the big show. On the big show this week in tech with Leo. Is that your first time being on the big show? Nope. Oh, I've been there. I I don't know five six times now. Oh yeah, you're just you're just a a superstar. So of course, no envy. No. He friended me on Facebook yesterday. Oh, very like, nice. Oh my God, yes. Very nice. I made it. I made it, Georgia. Dog. Oh, that You're is so true. On that is so true. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, and I'm going to be. Um, so our our friends over at Spot on Me are doing a streaming uh, fundraiser for Planned Parenthood over the weekend. Oh, wow. So I'm going to be. That's awesome. Yeah. So I'm going to be streaming some Hearthstone on Saturday morning, uh, which. You poor th- um, I, you're really giving up for the cause. I know, you know I am playing Hearthstone for that. I know. That's, well, I know I'm going to be playing Hearthstone and not getting up to pee is what I'm going to be doing. So that that's that is kind of giving up a little bit for the Ooh, cause. That's but, difficult. Um, but and I guess nobody, you know, I'll, there will be videos up. I'll leave it up on Twitch and you can go and donate to uh, to a good cause. But so and check out the other the other streams from that also. Uh, you know, that's a, it's a good cause to donate to. So I'm happy to do whatever little part I can to. Right. You, you can't know. pee when raising money for yeah pee-pee. exactly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there's a soca. There's a soca <laughs> in Disney Infinity. Like uh, this is gonna cost me hundreds of dollars. I'm sorry. It is. It is better than the first one, at least. All it right, seems to be. Right. So they had they had fun with the uh, the original trilogy one too when they played it. So, so. Um, I am having a, a piece in Polygon that uh, this will help me research. So let's oh. get this sooner rather than later. Yeah, we that will. We awesome. will get together whenever you want Excellent. and go. Excellent. And I will deliver that. Hand deliver. I will that to send. You. I will send my husband. I will dispatch him <laughs> to obtain this <laughs> on a Dragon Age Inquisition style mission to uh, yeah, retrieve exactly. the retrieve the quest object. Yep. Why isn't That's he in his tank? We're working on it. How we do you know he's not? Donate. Yeah. He could just drive up to, you know, my house in the middle of nowhere in a tank and then drive over my car and then ask for the, ask for help, the figures. help Frank. Did, did you ever <laughs> figure out who put all those peckle signs in your yard, No, Steve? it's a mystery. We're, we've, we've got the police on it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Who would have done that? Who would have done such a thing? Uh, heartless no. people. Heartless people. So, Bonnie, where can people find out more about uh, about you and your and your work and, and go check all, check all your stuff out? Oh, sure. Uh, well, on Twitter, I'm at Bonnie, Bonnie Bell G, at Bonnie Bell G, sorry. Instagram, I'm Bonnie Bonfire. Facebook, I'm Bonnie Gordon, like Bonnie and Clyde, Gordon, like Commissioner Gordon. Uh, actually, one thing I'd love to plug, if you guys would yeah, mind sure. taking a minute or two. Uh, Brie actually got to, like, well, I was talking about my, my band partner, Xander, earlier. We are in a nerd parody band, my friend Xander and I, called The Library Bards. And you can find us all over social media at, at Library Bards, all over Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And we take top 40 hits and we rewrite them to be about nerdy subjects like Star Wars, The Hobbit, uh, Super Mario. We're working on a World of Warcraft song, a D&D song, a Harry Potter song. I mean, we 
you name it, we're writing about it. So any nerd, nerdy fandom that you can think of, we have a song that we're creating about it. And Sweet. we're all over iTunes and we have some videos up on YouTube. And we do a, we do a tour, a con tour, which is how we met the lovely Brie, uh, by traveling all over to different conventions and comic cons all over the country. So if you check us out on Facebook, we have all of our schedule up there. So if you guys want to ever meet me in person and hug me, that's probably the easiest way to do it. Just find me at some random con. I'll be walking around looking <laughs> lost and just just come up and hug me and go, hey. I'm, like, I'm going to totally take you up on that. And I'm not going to surprise hug you. I'm not going to tell you that I'm going to hug you. I'm just going to jump out and then hug you. And I might. Oh, be it happens suit. all the time. Uh, oh, good. Uh, a panda puss. I, I, I expect nothing less <laughs> but a panda puss. George, George is kind of an assassin hugger is, is her. That MO, is true. So. That is true. Well, I'm a that's hugger as well. I'm from the South. I mean, that's, you know. I'm really? Where are you from in the South? I'm from Louisiana originally. <gasps> I know. I'm one oh, of those. I grew up in Mississippi. So oh, my gosh. That's right. That's right. Hotty no, toddy, y'all. No wonder we escaped. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I got out as soon as I could. But I, it's funny. When I'm around other Southerners, I find myself just slipping right back to that oh, accent. It's yep. so hard to yeah, get when I out. Call, yeah. When I call my Nana or my mama, I'm like, hey, right. y'all. How y'all, y'all doing? Wait, wait. <laughs> I need when some I'm jambalaya. talking that accent, Frank just keeps going, don't, don't, <laughs> don't. I don't. <laughs> he won't accept it. So. Most people find it charming. Oh, it's so really? charming, y'all. <laughs> Go to right, hell, LSU. All right. All right. But yeah, the Library Bards. That's <laughs> yeah. the biggest plug. Yeah. Uh, our next music video we're, we're trying to work on is our Super Mario and Link duet song to Imagine Dragons, Radioactive. Uh, and then we're, yeah, our World of Warcraft song is the next big one that we're working on, too. Well, we have a Game of Thrones medley that we're working on. So, yeah, check us out, guys. It's, we have some fun stuff. I mean, I think it's fun. It might it might be awful. I don't know. <laughs> check it out well, it anyways. Sounds, it sounds cool. Check it out anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. Thanks, Georgia. That's <laughs> uh, And you can find links to all that stuff at the show notes, which you can find at relay.fm slash isometric or at isometricshow.com, which is also where you can – uh, click the uh, the membership button and uh, donate to the show if you are so the inclined. Frank's tank. And, and buy, tank. buy Frank's tank and buy Georgia some sort of a console so that, you know, she can also feel the pain of Georgia. not being able to store store her games on her SD cards. Oh, you have to bring just it buy up me. and then it starts again. <laughs> you know, it, it's just, you know, you thought you were – just when you thought it was safe I to go back in the water. Safe, exactly. Then the hungry shark came and got you and told you to buy a Wii U. Um, George, you could also uh, rate and review the show on iTunes. That helps us out a lot. You can send your feedback uh, to, via email to feedback at isometricshow.com. Yeah, we haven't gotten some nice – I want some nice, loving, like, you know, yes. rate someone, please. Okay, guys. I'll write. Aw, thank you. <laughs> the show is so great. That guest, Bonnie. Gee golly, Willikers. <laughs> Have her back. She was, she was a delight. Uh, she was delightful. Gee golly. Uh, and no? uh, you can follow that, all of us on Twitter. The show's account is at Isometric Show. I am at Wicked Good. And Brie, where can people find you? Ah, uh, on Twitter. <laughs> if I'm still there next week. Uh. I'll follow you no matter where you go, Brie. All right. Aww. That's not creepy. I know. <laughs> yeah. I'm creepy. right outside. I'm literally in the bushes outside with my laptop and that's, a mic. And that's a great <laughs> thing to hear on a day where you've gotten a lot of death threats. Thank you. I appreciate I'm, that. I'm here as your security, Brie. Right. I mean, oh, okay. Yeah. That's good to know. Obviously, I'm not, I'm not one of the threats. My right. name, Of course not. She, she's there to deliver secret because, hugs. Is, because is that's, what she's yeah, exactly. Not one of the, that's not what would be said. Uh, My it, name isn't at I hate Brie. You know? 
That, that wasn't me. That wasn't me. Okay. And, and Georgia, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter. It's at Georgia underscore Dow because someone stole at Georgia Dow. I hate that, that, that person. <laughs> I, I, I hate that Georgia Dow person. Uh, so, Come on, Georgia, you have power now. Do you realize, like, I'm going to call all of my contacts at Twitter and I'm going to be like, I want that account seized. <laughs> yeah, but you know me. what would happen is that right, you would then take yeah. that account and then no you'd, comment. like, spam me by my own no account. Comment. You know it. Yeah. You know it. You know you would. Yeah. No, I would, like, what I would do is I would, I would like, steal your avatar and I would start confusing people because I would just, like, post cheery, like, psychological statuses oh. all day. Like, oh, just, just, just loving being out here with my platypus today. <laughs> and, and no one could tell the difference. No one. It would be. They probably we, we've, repla- we've replaced the Georgia Dow our listeners normally have with this with this other Georgia Dow voiced by Bree. Let's see if they notice. Let's see if they <laughs> like the other one better. <laughs> I feel like I've, I'm going to take away most from this podcast is all the knowledge of platypus and pandapus and platypi. And I've just learned so much from you guys. Really, you know, this has been great. <laughs> we we aim to educate hey. as well as inform. You know, exactly, as well as entertain. Yeah. Educating informers is the same thing. I'm tired. <laughs> so thank you, as always, for listening. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode. And isometric workers transform and roll out. Before we go, I have to ask yeah. you. Okay, this yes. is the after show. Wait, this is do the I, after show. Do I stop my audio or no? no. You can't keep, stop. Your keep, audio. keep going. Okay. I'm okay. Keep going. So, do you want to have a line in the Rev sixty trailer that's putting uh, out next week? Yes. I will give you. I will mix it in the audio. I uh, is that a trick question? Okay. Okay. So, what we're gonna do is have a voice acting session okay. right here. On um, on isometric right now. So this is this is for real. Like we're really going to okay. use this in our trailer next what week. What do you want? Okay. So I'm okay. So I want to set for you the scene. Okay. So Holiday is out there and she's on a space station and then she 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 leaps off of she leaps off of the building and okay. so your line is going to be targeted my sights. And then Holiday comes down and she lands on top of the spaceship. And then she pulls her gun out and she's about to fire. And then you go, it's Holiday. So it's so just going to be VO. What's, and the, we're gonna uh, put, what's uh, the first line again? Target okay, is in sight? Yes, Target is in my sights. And right. then it's Holiday. And I'm going to okay. mix that in as a sound bed on top okay. of the whole trailer that's coming Okay. Out. Okay, can you do it? Yeah, let's see. Do you want it no, like... No, okay, so the tone of... How do you want the character? Like, we're all having fun on here, but the game is, it really is super dark and serious. So, like, I need super intense here. All right, all right. Okay. Let's see what okay, I can okay, do. Let's do it. Show all me right. your skills. Okay. Shut, well, don't laugh, damn it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll play on you. <laughs> I'll play on you. Right. Okay. Well, <laughs> here, let's, well, let's put that in. Well, let's mix okay. it in. Yeah, good. All right. All right. <clears throat> 
Target is in sight. It's holiday. All right, that's good. The first part we can uh, use. Yeah. Yeah, she's yeah. in the air. Is that what is it like? So it's going to be VO. Sorry, on there's top also a this. plane going overhead. So right, like, right. Yeah. So this is just VO to other right. shots that we're going to put there. Got it. So target is in my target is in my sights. It's it's kind of just um, an aside, and right. then you're going to have the action. It's going to freeze, and then we want like a really clear line there. It's holiday, and like that is. It's like okay. the big reveal of the character's face for the trailer, and then the music is going to crush down with the bit crunch. It's going to go like, okay. so it'll be super like visual and intense. So Let's try it again. that's what we need, like lots of energy and intensity. Right. Okay. Target is in my sight. It's holiday. That's good. That's really good. Do you want me to do gunfire, Bree? I do great gunfire. I'm just saying. Okay. Target is in my sight. Do you want it more like target is in my sight? Like she's more more neutral. Like it would be like you're cold and clinical. Like right. You don't. Do you like it? Do you like the voice this low? Target is my. Do you like it that low? Yeah, absolutely. So do it like that, and then it's holiday. Like no, no, like it's it needs to be like really clear and powerful. So. Okay. Let's try it again. Target is in my sight. It's holiday. Let me try that again. Yeah, give it to me faster. Yeah. Target is in my sight. It's holiday. Boom! You got it. That's <laughs> Nailed it. it. <laughs> Yay. I, I feel is, like we got like super weird. serious there all of a sudden. That was Yeah, it was yeah. Uh, f- the first time ever on a <laughs> symmetric. I had to I had to stand up for that. I just uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You didn't, want it, you didn't want it like, a, the target is in my sight. <laughs> no, <that> was, <laughs> it's holiday. That would probably not work out well for this. No. So, awesome. I just put in the, Micah just tweeted this yeah. picture of a panda puss to us. Yeah. Oh my God. I don't There's know an actual if, panda puss? I put it in the That's Skype a real chat. thing? I don't know if he, no, it's, I don't know if he photoshopped this or he found it, but. Oh my God. <laughs> I put it in the Skype chat. That is hilarious. Oh, that's very disturbing. That's very disturbing. <laughs> I'm going to have nightmares I'm now. I'm upset. I'm very I'm upset wait. now. Oh, no. Very well, upset. now we know what a panda puss looks like. Oh, dear. I don't want, I don't know whether it's cute or terrifying. I know. <laughs> All right, cool. I kind of want to cuddle it, but then I'm like, I don't but know. Then it might bite you with its beak. Right. It's like a panda ate it, a, a platypus. And... It definitely looks like a science like experiment. The, the platypus ate the yeah. panda and then exploded. Oh, God. Well, if you want to get technical, yeah. <laughs> and as our real bears. Before we go so I can really use this, can we try it? Just give me, like, what we usually do at our studio. I don't know how other people work, but we usually do every single line three times in a row once we yeah. nail it. So we have yeah. variants of it. So sure. let's do it. Let's do that. Yeah. All right. And again, you can use it when I when I send it to you. Like, you'll have a good clean. Uh, Steve will have it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll just I'll yeah. just clip it out and I'll send it to Bree at the, the end. Awesome. Of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what was it in my the targets in sight? What was it? Target in? is in my sight. The target is in my sight. All right. It's holiday. And then right. a beat. It's and power. Holiday. We want the power. Holiday. Yeah. Intensity. Power. Intensity. All right. Here I go. The target is in my sight. The target is in my sight. The target is in my sight. It's holiday. It's holiday. It's holiday. That's it. That's it. Boom shakalaka. (laughs) 
Chip it. Like, is it fun being like, because I would find your job so stressful. It's so fun. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. It's hard when it's hard when like I when you have a, a fighting game when you're screaming a lot and they're depending right. on getting those sounds and your voice is just done. You're like I there I cannot scream another I, I cannot scream again. Like I'm sorry guys. You know, especially, you know, I had vocal surgery over a year ago. Oh my I, god. I had a cyst on my vocal cord. Ooh. And I've already, I've always Ooh. had like a low kind of raspy voice, but my singing range was a lot higher. And now I sing a lot of lower stuff. Xander sings all the high notes. <laughs> but um, it's, it's very funny to see. But now, you know, I think I've booked more voiceover-wise with my voice lower like this and raspier like this. But I do have to be careful because I don't want to I don't want to damage it again, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. I don't know. I always find it – there's something about just directing a voice acting session that is ridiculously draining. And it's it's a hard job, and I don't understand why. I really don't. So. I have a blast doing it, though. It's so much fun, especially if I'm like – especially if I'm a weird character that I can um, – uh, have fun with like i i usually i i'll go all full body like when i was doing those lines just now i stood up and like crouched low i don't you can't see me doing that but that's what awesome. i did uh awesome. so when i'm in a booth and i'm like when i'm doing like a, I did like this one villain that was like kind of breathy and psycho and really weird like this my eyes are really big and i like was wiggling my fingers in like a really weird like slimy kind of way and mm-hmm. the people in the like direct and i would like twist my neck in a weird way and they're like what are you doing and i'm like just becoming weird you know <laughs> they're, they're like okay you can stop now like <laughs> the, the, the mic is off lady you know 